Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Everybody, welcome to Sophia with an F. I am joined by Mrs. Dow Jones, aka Haley Sachs. If you are not following her on Instagram or YouTube, you are making a grave mistake. Her page is funny as fuck and is loaded with tips to get rich. And I think we all want to get rich. Haley, I am so excited to have you here. I don't know if you know this about me, Haley, but I am known for being extremely fucking greedy in the industry. So I'm ecstatic to have you here to set me straight and (laughs) teach me a thing or two about how to get rich. So thanks for being here. Well, some people might call you greedy and other people might say that you know your worth. Thank you. That's what I've been saying. (laughs) That's what we've been saying. (laughs) You're actually like probably one of the most famous negotiators of our time. Wow. Yes. Wait, tell me more. Tell me more. I feel like that was pretty iconic, right? Mm -hmm. Like you maybe will be like in the history books. Maybe. I mean, it was, I will say it was a huge fucking thing that happened. You know, like millions of people were giving me their opinions on what I did right or wrong. So I'm really excited to have you here and we can get into that in a little bit. I want to start with you. You just posted on your Instagram, your morning routine, and you're making everyone feel like shit, including me. Haley posted this video on Instagram. You get up at 445. Mm -hmm. But this is from this. Yes, I get up. I have a very intense morning routine. But Sophia, you have to understand, I implemented it in November. It was dark. This was, it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Was there a vaccine? I don't know. Nothing was happening. Like, it was sad. It was, I was, I was depressed AF. And I was like, okay, I really need to take control of things. And it helped so much. And have you fallen off at all? Or like you've been going strong since November? Well, I think the one, I think there's like a misconception that when you wake up really early, that you can do that every day. And it's not true. You absolutely do need to sleep in for me, at least like one or two days a week, just like fully sleep in. And Mm -hmm. so I do that, but yeah, I do definitely use my mornings because my days are just so busy. Sophia helping people get rich on Mrs. Dow Jones. And so I feel like I'm so reactive all the time and I can be more proactive in the mornings and like 
I need to implement that immediately. I don't know if I can do a 445, but I'm going to tell you right now, like, I think I'm kind of where you were at in November. Like, I am sleeping in till mm-hmm. sometimes 9 a.m. I have, like, days where it's 12. I'm not going to lie to you. Tell us your morning routine. I wake up. I'm like, should I take Adderall today? Yes or no? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Then I will. It's so fucking cold in the mornings. I will like try to put on like two pairs of pants, two sweaters. I crawl up to the kitchen. I make a thing of coffee. And right now I do not have a to do list. I just look through all my emails, all my texts, and I just try to like frantically get shit done. That's really like what I've been doing. You don't have like a list of like, like priorities or anything. I was doing that and I have fallen off. And let me tell you, it's not good. I will say though, I mean, when I say I sleep until noon, that sounds really bad. I will work sometimes until 5 a.m. So that's kind of why that will happen, you know? I think that's really important too, is like to know your work schedule. Like for me, I know that mornings are the best time for me. So like I front load them, but like I do try and be done with work by like 6, 6.30. That's so good. Yeah. And like, sometimes I also am like, Ooh, let me burn the midnight oil. And then you sleep in the next day. But it's like, as long as you're getting things done on your schedule, whatever, who cares? Right. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I think part of it is I started this company, you know, I own my own company now. And that was, yes. What's it called? Slew Media. Slew is a version of slut, but it's, I fucking love it. And that is what I am. I'm a slew. Obsessed. So I started the company not that long ago. And I'm just like, I have to say, I'm so impressed with how you keep yourself accountable and you can like keep yourself so structured because you own your own company as well. But Sophia, A, I'm, I'm three years ahead of you, Mm -hmm. but also I think it's like personality type differences. Like, I think that like, I lean into like morning routine and like productivity and like, cause it makes me feel like I'm in control, but ultimately if you're getting things done, then you're getting things done. So right. I no way did I mean to like make people feel like make <laughs> you feel bad. But I also do think that having a morning routine is worthwhile. Yeah. Because you're a point person for so many things now, right? You own your own business. So everyone's looking to you, asking you shit. And so like that's why I had to take control of the mornings because I was like, the moment that everyone wakes up, it's just gonna be like nagging me all fucking day and I need like a a second to just like do my thing. Yeah. I know. I, I was joking. It was actually so inspirational. Like I (laughs) need, it really was your feelings. I I hurt your feelings. I were, I hurt your feelings. I'm really sorry. I hurt your feelings. (laughs) But sometimes you need to get your feelings hurt to like get your shit together to grow, to grow. Well, I'll call you tomorrow at like 4am. Well, there's time difference. So maybe like, I actually, it'll be 2am for me, but just be like, you're up in two hours and it'll be like, great. Yeah. I'm just going to say like, are you ready? Are you getting ready? Like, are you like sort of like in the mood to get up in two hours? Like get yourself there, you know? Yes. I will. I would love that. No, I need, you know what? I really truly try 7am. 7. Okay. Deal. I'm, I am saying it right here, right now. Yeah. Do seven, do seven Seven. tomorrow. Tag me. I'll see it. 
I'll like, like I'll keep you accountable if people are listening and they also like feel like their lives are just out of control, which is truly, I think that's where morning routines were invented from. It's just people hitting rock bottom. Like it's like, that's it. Like in no way did it come (laughs) out of people being like, I'm in a really emotionally healthy place and I feel awesome about things. Like absolutely not. So just know that is such a good point because I'm implementing it because I feel in no way, shape or form like it's a cry for help. It is. It's a cry for help. Me posting that video was me saying I'm not well still. Okay. Like SOS. You are maybe one of the funniest people I've had on this show. If you ever start a podcast has to be under Sloop Media. I'm doing it on Sloop Media. Yeah. I'm literally, no we should question. do it. Okay. Well, it's recorded now. So I'm going to like bring this up. Okay. Dear Media <laughs> is shaking. <laughs> um, okay. okay. So Haley, you own your own company. It's called Finance is Cool. And I want you to just tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I think the name is a little bit self-explanatory, but if you could just tell us. Yeah. So, well, you worked in finance. Mm-hmm. So like you fully understand. I mean, I'm impressed with you that you were like, had the competence and like the gusto to be like, I can work in finance, but I always just felt like such a sort of outsider to the that world of Wall Street. And so um, I created Finances School as a way to be an insider and to teach myself about investing and teach others about investing and growing wealth. You know, and something that I've really taken from your Instagram page and your YouTube is you're making it cool for women specifically, you know, because I think you're making it funny. You're making it fun. But for example, you posted something I sent it to all of my friends and it was, you asked a question, would you rather your boyfriend get you a Birkin or stock in Hermes? Mm -hmm. I just love that approach to finance, you know, because that is what makes it interesting. And I need to know what your answer is for that. I completely agree. That is what makes it interesting. Like I grew up watching the fabulous life of, and I love like celebrities and pop culture and like being rich. And so I don't really know why to learn about finance. It has to come from a place of like shame and deprivation and why it can't be from a place of like growing wealth and like enjoying money. Why should that be shameful? Although Mm -hmm. I did meet a French person who told me I would be arrested in France. Like, Remind me not to go to Paris, fashion me. That's why I'm not there. For me, like right now, I don't have a Birkin and they are an asset class. So I would probably like, depending on what Birkin it is, I would want a Birkin. But that mm-hmm. is definitely a Sophie's choice because it's two asset classes where luxury handbags are an asset and then also stock. It's it's really hard to say, Sophia, because if I had a Birkin, I would wear it. Mm-hmm. But the right way to treat it as an asset would be to like maintain it. Right. So actually, maybe I would say stock. What did you say? I said the Birkin. And I want to ask you because I have been that type of bitch in relationships. And you know what? Some people are going to say it's shameful. A lot of people are going to say it's greedy. I don't care where I've wanted my boyfriend or whoever I'm dating, if they are successful and they have the finance to do so, I want a bag. And I always would pull the, it's an investment card to kind of get them to buy it for me. Yeah, Cause we, I'm going to go right there. I, wanna, I think we all are sort of 
in, we want to know how you do this. Like sort of like, let's, I'm your boyfriend. Let's walk through it. Like, or not even boyfriend, like we're hooking up, but I'm like super, okay. I work in tech. I'm from San Fran, but I'm commuting to see you. We met okay, on we're Raya, doing even though you got play. kicked off. Yeah, we're doing role play. We, okay. Before you got kicked off, we met on Raya. Okay. Or maybe I DM'd you. Deal. Okay, you work in tech. How much do you make? I make $2 million a year, but I'm probably worth thirty with all my investments. Okay. So first things first is I'm going to make you fall in love with me, and I'm going to give you, like, the best sex of your life. I'm going to, like, suck your dick. Okay. Okay. What position seals the deal the most? It's not even about positions. It's about... It's like the... The energy, like the, the gusto. It is. It is. You're bringing it is. so much. You're, you're going 100%. You're giving it like a champion's effort. Yes. You're like Bruce Jenner in the Olympics. Like that's <laughs> you in the bedroom. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not even letting him know I'm putting on a performance. He thinks in his mm-hmm. mind, like I'm just having the best time. And he's like making me come 50 times, which obviously men that never happens never has happened you know if this was my old show i would say suck his dick and then right when he's gonna come you stop and then you ask for the bag but like we have to talk real like what you would actually do yeah yeah. we want to know yes i think if i have a birthday coming up or there's a holiday christmas whatever he would probably ask me what I want for my birthday. If he's not asking me what I want for my birthday, then he's done. And like, we're not dating anymore. And I think, you know, this was actually really hard for me. And I had to have one of my friends walk me through this. She told me that you just have to ask for what you want. And I would just say, I really, really want a um, designer bag And I think it's an investment. I think it's a really good investment. And one tip I do have is when he is like, well, what bag? You have to ask for the most expensive bag you can and then go down from there. That's a really good tip. I think that what I'm also curious about knowing is like how you're bringing it up. Like, is it that you have it, you're scrolling through your phone and he's next to you and you're like on yes. the Dior website and you're, he's like, what are you looking at? And you're like, Oh, I just love this bag. I'm dying for this bag. I would, yes. I would probably like do anal with someone who got me this bag. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying like, and he's like, we already do anal. And I'm like, okay, but like we do more anal. <laughs> Haley, I am so glad you brought that up because that's the fucking key is having it pulled up on your phone and you're scrolling. It's a mistake that he saw it. It's a mistake. Right. He'll he's going to peek over and be like, what are you looking at? And peeking. he's asking. He brought his choice. Yeah. You're not you're not like at dinner looking at him and you're like, I want a bag. No, 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 no. You make it seem like an accident. You do. You kind of have to make it sly. How many times are you on Instagram and you're like, what the fuck is that girl wearing? What is that bag? You pull it up. I'm like, how do I not have a Bottega? Like, it's just like at this point, I don't understand my life. Yes. Also, I will say, ask within their means. Like, I don't think I've ever asked for the Birkin. You know, that's like 40K. I haven't had the balls to do that. Maybe my next boyfriend, I will. But, you know, a Chanel, I think is fine. Yeah, I think so, too. And he should want to get it for you. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. And there's a wage gap. So it's like, you know, it's just leveling the playing field. Yeah. But also people should want to get gifts for other people because it just makes you like them more. Like that's yeah. just human psychology. Like it's like a nice thing to do and like whatever. Right. And also he should 
like that you are trying to be financially responsible. If he makes more money than you, I think that that's fair to ask for something like that. I, you know, I'm all about savings. I'm going to give myself that. I am living in my mom's basement right now. And it's not because I don't have money. It's just because I don't want to live in New York. New York, you're hemorrhaging money, you know, to live there. And you're starting a business. And I'm starting a business. You know, the finances are great. I have to tell you. But right now, it just makes sense. But can I ask you a question, though? Yes. You, I mean, I don't know your, like, I assume, like, what women are listening to the show. And when you said savings, it, like, made me like have a hemorrhage because I was like, (laughs) women save their money, but they don't put it in the market. And cash is the worst investment that you can have. Thank you. So I don't want anyone to think that it's financial success to have money in a checking account. Financial success, how you get wealthy is putting your money to work. So continue on queen, but we got to make sure that's clear. Yes, I I am really happy you brought that up. And I completely agree with you. I think kind of, you know, what I was thinking is I've seen this happen with people in this particular industry where you go from not making money. When I was working in finance, I didn't make shit. And then all of a sudden I was making really good money. And especially now, like the most I've ever made. And I've kind of seen people in the same situation and they blow it. $13,000 couch, like $12,000 a month on rent. It's called lifestyle creep. Oh. And it's like the exact way that Warren Buffett has gotten riches by not having that. Right. It's like about every time that you get a raise or even like a check from grandma or whatever it is, it doesn't mean that you get to live one more level up. You keep things where it is, like even where what Sophia is doing, like you keep it low key. Warren Buffett still has the house that he lived in like before he was a millionaire. That's insane. Lives there in Omaha. Love him. He actually is my boyfriend. So I know you're going to ask, are you single? Like, are you seeing someone? I just will get out of the way. Like we are hooking up. I mean, he's hot. How old is he now? Old enough to know. (laughs) (laughs) Old enough to be croaking soon. So you can like pick up all the cash. I'm not putting it past him. (laughs) Like lifestyle creep is, and by the way, I did the same thing with my, when I first made money too. I have a video on my YouTube called worst purchases of my twenties. And it was like the moment that I had any money in the bank, I bought the Louis Vuitton tote. That was like with the big oversized, like could not be more like only Cardi B can really pull it off because it's so <laughs> trendy that like, it just does not make sense as like a thing to own. And I was like, I need it. Mm-hmm. And I bought it and it was like a huge, it was a mistake because then it was like one month later, I didn't have that money in the bank. And like, you know how it is when you have your own business, like there could be one month where you're fucking killing it. And one month where you're not, and you're like, shit, I, it's, I'm not killing it right now. And I don't have any emergency fund because it's all went to Louis Vuitton. Right. Right. And so that's kind of like, I think when I say get a bag as an investment, it's like you have to be able to hold on to the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like you can invest in, I think one of the things that makes me unique as someone in the finance industry is my, the, how much I love like luxury goods, (laughs) you know? And so I get it. I get the appeal and I'm for it too, but I have to say, like, in that situation with the bag, 
it would have been better off like really having a financial plan in place where like I knew that I could really afford it. I think that mm-hmm. what gets got me in trouble and then I learned, but then, you know, gets people in trouble in general is that they don't have a firm grasp on their finances to begin with. So they see a number in the bank and it looks like a lot, but really they're not thinking, are all my debts paid off? Um, do I have an emergency fund? Are my retirement contributions maxed out? Like all of these things together and like, how much have I spent this much on fun things? And does it make sense that I could make a big purchase because I've been really lean for, you know what I mean? Like yes. it's all imbalanced. So and I think that's really hard, um, but it's something that uh, I'm eager to help people learn. Yeah. And what did you call it when people start making money and they spend it? Lifestyle creep. Lifestyle creep. Lifestyle I fucking creep. love that. I know. It like is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm obsessed that you don't have it though. Like I think it's genius that you're like living with your mom. I think that's such a good example. Yeah. I'm not going to call myself Warren Buffett. <laughs> but... I might. Okay. Warren Buffett is an ass. Warren Buffett with a fucking double F. Holy shit. Um, Title of this episode, done. And you know, it's not that I won't splurge here and there. For me, I'm very honest with myself about what this is, what this job is. And the longevity of this type of career is, I don't know. Like, I don't know in two years if I'll still be doing the same thing. Yeah. Are you going to be spending an exorbitant amount of money on rent or are you just like, I want a place where I can live comfortably that has what I want. The doorman, you know, like brick walls, whatever. Exposed brick. Oh my God. Brick walls. Hi, I've been in Utah too long. I'm embarrassing. Brick walls. I'm like, I don't want to live there, babe. Like it's <laughs> the exposed brick wall. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. Now I can. Oh my respond. god! I am so sorry. That will not happen again. <laughs> um. So I am definitely about comfort. Like I need to, like, feel like I'm. I'm a cancer. I love my home, and so I definitely get like wanting to have a place that you feel comfortable. But I also don't think that there is anything comfortable about spending more on rent than makes sense for your current income. So, but you know, like I, I find, I think there's a way to make it work. Like you can find great buildings that are like maybe aesthetically really pleasing, but you find like a studio there Mm -hmm. or, you know, like if the building has a gym in it, then it's like, you can figure out a way to swing it. So it's like, you're not paying for your gym membership. And like, there's, you just have to crunch the numbers. I think where people get in the most trouble is when they make financial decisions, just like willy nilly. Yeah. You know, like what I did with the Louis Vuitton bag, like that was just a like completely non-researched, not thought about moment. And it did bite me in the ass. Yeah, totally. And you said something really interesting where you were like, savings is not necessarily good if you are not making your money work for you. Mm -hmm. Making money in your sleep, right? Like I've said that in the past and I got a bunch of shit because people were like, oh, that insinuates like Sophia doesn't want to work and she's lazy because she wants to make money in her sleep. When what it really means is, no, (laughs) I want to be... (laughs) You got bullied for that? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I didn't see that coming as like the kicker there. I got dragged. It was pointed out as this flaw. 
because I had said that. And it was used against me. And it was used against me in that negotiation that you mentioned that I'm, you know, iconic for. Yeah, you um, are iconic for. Thank you. But Say it, let's say it again. <laughs> but making money in your sleep just means you're still working your ass off, but you are making seven times the amount of waking hours in the day, right? Because like your money is working for you. And I would love for you to just like tell us about that because I personally, I don't even know. I have some investments, like not a lot. And like, where should I be investing my money? How can I make my money work for me? So when what you're talking about is passive income. So it's exactly that. It's money that's being put to work for you. So, and it can come from lots of different things, right? Like passive income could come from investments in the stock market because you own pieces, little, little pieces of companies that are creating profit and you just put in money and then you just sleep and it grows <laughs> yeah. as the company grows. Um, but it could also be, you know, other things like you could have affiliate links, affiliate marketing links. Um, you could have a rental property that, you know, people are paying you every month for. Like it's basically when you're owning lo- um, assets and not liabilities. And assets are things that are bringing money into you. And liabilities are, you know, things that obviously are taking them away. So, right. you know, there's lots of different ways to do this. And I think that the stock market is such an awesome way to do it. Like, I mean, you know, you, there's so many different ways, but like that to me is the best way. And that's why I'm so passionate about investing and like why I started Mrs. Dow Jones, why I started finance school, because it just makes me so sick that like women don't invest because Mm -hmm. ultimately money is power. And the less money that women have, the less power that we have. It's Women's History Month. So like just needed to take it there for a sec, you know? Um, March 1st, the first day of Women's History Month. And tell me this is... Girl, we're celebrating today. The stars are aligning and we're doing this fucking episode. Get out of our way, everyone. Get out of our way, okay? (laughs) We're going to St. Lucia. We're becoming neighbors and like that's fucking it. No, I'm not even kidding. I think that's like the new place. (laughs) Really? I really do. I really do. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. 
Plus the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. I always thought that investing in real estate was kind of one of the best investments you can do because people assume the assumption is the stock market is shaky and like you can get fucked, right? Not in a good way, in a bad way, a bad fuck. So do you kind of agree with that or you still think the stock market is the... if, If we had to give advice to someone who has never invested a penny before, would you tell them to look at stocks like over real estate? Well, so let's talk first of all about how you know when you're ready to start investing, because I think that's like a, like you don't, I think there's like, again, sometimes, and I'm, I'm uh, guilty of this too, where like, I will like have done financial things willy nilly Mm -hmm. my favorite word today. I don't know. (laughs) You're bringing it back. I'm not 80. I swear my boyfriend is Warren Buffett says it so much. So it's like, I just, I don't know. I picked it up, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, like you you want to make sure before you start investing that you're getting the most out of all of the tax advantaged accounts because like 401ks, IRAs, health savings accounts, these are all things that you should max out your contributions to before you open a brokerage account and Uncle Sam can start taking, you know, bits and pieces of it. Okay, that's a really good point. And second of all, then you have a question of how you want to invest. Do you want to use a financial advisor who's going to pick the stocks for you? Do you want to do it yourself? Or do you want to use a fintech product like a robo-advisory, which I think that they are so awesome for beginners. So... And I do work with Wealthfront, which is the 
one that I obviously recommend, but this is not like a plug for Weltron, although I'm sure they would love to work with you. But like, <laughs> but like I did so much research on all of the robo advisories and they're my favorite one because they have actual financial planning tools. I was going to work with a financial advisor, one that I really trust because I worked with him at, you know, the finance firm. Um, they charge, I think he wanted to charge one, two percent. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I also don't have the fucking time to be trying to teach myself about these different stocks and a robo advisory. Like I just had no clue. Well, that's the thing is like, I don't think that, I think there's a misconception that like in order to invest, you have to know so much about the stock market and you have to actively manage your portfolio and all those things. But actually the best way to invest is to set it and forget it. Like just to invest in, you know, companies that you believe in over the long term. Mm -hmm. When you move money around a lot, like day trading, it like really fucks with your taxes. Like people don't realize that, but that's sort of separate from this. Oh, wow. But like robo advisories do basically what a financial advisor would do. Like when you sign up, you take a little short quiz, Mm -hmm. they figure out what your risk profile is. They ask what your financial goals are. Maybe they ask you like what flavor of investing you want to do. You want to invest in clean energy, girl. You want to invest in water. They ask you all that. And then they just like, you know, beep, beep, boop and out pops your portfolio. And you can literally automate from your checking account into your robo-advisory deposits every month. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to worry about it. And they're rebalance The robo-advisory, Wealthfront, let's say, is rebalancing your portfolio all the time, You know, selling things off, buying new things, and it's all in the favor of tax harvesting. So you're not going to get fucked by taxes either as badly. And with robo-advisories, because they do all of the tax loss ha- harvesting, they will offset the costs of using a robo advisory, which are obviously even they're just cheaper than financial advisors to begin with, mm-hmm. but even cheaper than when you think about it all in. Right. So I just think they're such a great option for beginners. Yeah. I I'm gonna fucking sign up right after this. Yeah. Wealthfront, Wealthfront sponsor both of us. Yeah, Wealthfront sponsor both of us, but also <laughs> you should have your emergency fund in a high yield savings account. Got it. Okay. That's really big too. Cause like checking accounts suck. Sophia, don't keep your money in your checking account. I Women, don't. men, I anyone don't. who's listening, yeah, think where's your money? Let's talk about it. Give us your bank account number. <laughs> so oh, <laughs> I was literally about, about to, to like tell me. Yeah, you were like, mm-hmm, my socialist. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm getting, I like want you to be my financial advisor. Like you're fucking well, I'm in good. School. I'm do I'm literally gonna be able to be your financial planner in one year. I would love that. I'll do it, but I can like help you in the meantime. I I mean, I know so much, but right. We can, I'm like, I love doing this. Like I'll literally like, I'll go through all your shit. We should do, we can do it. We'll do it together. Like let's do it. Well, we can go through all of your stuff. I would love that so much. And you know what? It's like nine out of the 10 financial advisors at the company I worked for, which was like a top five finance firm were men. And there's just something about talking about your finances with a woman that to me, and especially you're hilarious and cool and like young. Yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> and gorgeous. Yes, and like you. single. So like fucking hit her up in the DMs. Yes. Got it. Um, it's just, I like want to work with you. So I think like what you're doing is brilliant. What do you think about, and then we can kind of move on from this, but investing in Bitcoin. 
like I sort of look at like like the business news as like I'm obsessed with celebrity gossip and then I realize like everyone had been playing me my whole life by not letting me read the Wall Street Journal because I'm like this is as juicy if not juicier what is going on like in the financial markets right so like with Bitcoin I'm obsessed with it from just like a news perspective like I love like hearing people's hot takes and like all that stuff and I actually my sister is one of the only people in the world who owns a full Bitcoin. She was in San Francisco in like 20 whatever. And she was in a coffee shop and someone was like, buy a Bitcoin. And she, it was like $80. No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cr- I was like, that you can never crazy. sell it because like the story is just so good. Like, you know, unless it's a billion dollars and then maybe we'll sell it a little bit. Right. But maybe I think that Bitcoin's really exciting. I think the technology around blockchain, which is like how, uh, that money is encrypted is uh, that currency, sorry, is encrypted is really cool. And, um, I think it's great, but I think that it is a part of a, diver- of a diversified portfolio. Yeah. So, you know, you don't want to go all in on anything and that is a high risk investment the same way that like, buying gold is or you know mm-hmm. anything else and like personally i am a very low risk like i i want to own a bit of that stuff just because like it's fun and it's cool let's admit it it's cool but right bitcoin is cool but um but <sighs> ultimately like i also want to make sure i ha- I hedge my bets and yeah. i have my own back covered in case like you know shit doesn't work out yeah you never want to put all your eggs in one basket diversify your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about prenups? Are you all about them? Well, I mean, I obviously have <laughs> like so many, th- I mean, so you, you're going to need a prenup girl. Are you kidding? Oh, I'm 100% getting a prenup. And you know, the guy that I was dating, he like took big offense to that. And I was like, I don't care. But I also think it's sus when people like have emotions around it. Because Mm -hmm. money should not be emotional. Like, that's why, like, you shouldn't, that's why, like, day trading and stuff, or even like having your own investment portfolio is so dangerous because you might see that the market goes down one day and get scared and then sell off all your positions and lock your losses when, like, actually, from like a rational point of view, you shouldn't have done that. That was a fear based decision. Yeah. So, I think that prenups are super important. And even if you don't think that you have the assets to make that something that like makes sense for you, trust me, it does make sense at the very least to know what you're coming into things with and what they're coming into things with. Because you hear stories about people marrying other people. They've never talked about money. And then, you know, the woman is responsible for their death right. or, you know, when you marry someone, you're tying your finances together. So you want to protect yourself and you guys need to just talk about like your life together and like money in general, money is a thing at every point in your life. You need to be on the same page about it. I was dating a guy for, it was like two or three months and I made him show me his bank account. Okay, his, all of Tell his bank accounts. Tell us how you did that. It was a little bit like the bag. It was just like fucking show me. <laughs> Two or three months, so it wasn't big enough. You left. <laughs> no, 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 no. We dated for a while, but like it was something right off the bat I brought up. And that's a kind of intimacy. Yeah, it is. 
Um, did I show him mine? No, but I think, you know what it was? This is what it was. He made a lot of money. His apartment did not reflect that, which is fine. Hi, I'm living in my mom's basement. So like, that's not necessarily an indicator, but, um, I just felt like maybe he was lying because if you hear about someone making a ton of money and then like their house and stuff like doesn't reflect that. Plus I already have trust issues like up the asshole. Up the wazoo. Yeah. Up the wazoo. Yeah. So I just, we were sitting on the couch one day and I was like, I just, things aren't adding up. Just let me see, you know, your bank statements. And he did it. So. I mean, that's my question though to you is, about him telling you that he makes so much money because I have dated guys who I feel like it's been such a turnoff to me, the way that they talk about money Mm -hmm. because a, it just feels like they're lying. I agree. And also just like, like lame, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's either like too early in the relationship or it's just, it's, it's lame at a certain point. 100%. The way that I just said it sounds like he was a fucking douche and trying to impress me. It wasn't that at all. It was like, I got it out of him, you know, over time. That's a better way to do it. Yeah, totally, totally. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me. Because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find. And mm -mm, mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy. I keep that shit on display. 
that is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleuth's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Do you have to date a guy that makes as much money as you or more money or their finances don't matter because you're so independent and you pay for yourself? No, ew. Okay. First of all, <laughs> yes, I am so independent and wealthy and independently wealthy, XOXO. But <laughs> I definitely think that like, I believe in like being taken on dates and like treated well and you know, money is one of my love languages. So it's important to me. But, you know, what's more important to me than anything, Sophia, is like, I'm a hustler. I work mm-hmm. so fucking much. I see big things for myself. I'm going after that. And I want someone who's aboard that train and doing it for themselves. I need to know that you want to be excellent and like that you're going to contribute to like, like we're going to build on each other and make each other better versions of ourselves. So do they need to pick up the bill every day or no? No. Um, like <laughs> if it's Warren Buffett, like, yes. Well, it's like depends. Well, okay. Like <laughs> I've had it every single way. Like mm-hmm. in my early twenties, I would date like everyone in Brooklyn. Like it was just like so bad and like broke vibes and so like I've had it that way and I've had it like the really rich way and like whatever and so I think every relationship has its own like set of balances and I like when people are generous with me like that's really important I never want to feel like I'm being nickel and dimed and so uh that is you know sort of where I come from on that what about you you know, I get in trouble for saying this, but I I kind of need to date a guy that is going to pick up the bill the majority of the time. And maybe that's old school. And maybe that's not, you know, feminist of me. But that's just kind of how I feel. I actually think that's like post-feminist feminism. Mm-hmm. Like just being honest about it. And yeah, true. Girl, I sort of agree with you. Like, you know, I think that, but look, if you're two year, it's very different when you're dating someone versus when you're in a relationship with them. Like if you're dating me and you're like wooing me and stuff like that. But I also am a big proponent of like, cool, I'm, I'm actually like pretty good with my money. And I was not planning on going to Nobu on Tuesday. And now we're here and you ordered the whole menu and you want to split the check. Absolutely not. I wouldn't have been here (laughs) if it wasn't for you. I didn't invite myself to this dinner. You invited me, you know? That is such a great way to put it. And I think that like when you're dating, they need to pick up the bill. What do you do when they don't? Like I've been on dates where it's like they don't. And then I'm just like, what? 
my friend was like, just don't bring your credit card. And I was like, that's wild. That's a wild thing to do. (laughs) Just to be like, I don't have any money is a crazy, I think, thing to do. But you're like, I can go in the back and wash the dishes, but like, I don't, I can't pay for this. So you only pay for half. I could barter. Do you guys need (laughs) social media help? You're like oh. I can like pick up a few shifts like this yeah, week. No, no, like, I'll, I like can guys, I'll help out. Like closing time. Like <laughs> let me like help you guys out. No, that's pretty ballsy. I think, you know, if a guy did that, I would, the way I deal with everything is I would make a joke and I would say, wait, you're really going to make me pick it up. And then if he's like, yeah, I would just honestly probably be like, okay, I would pay for my half. And then he would never hear from me again, ever. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of how I would do it. But I mean, if I'm dating Warren Buffett, he's picking up the bill and I'm not getting a prenup. Is that bad? No, I actually think that you're like, quite financially assertive. Like I really, I think you're a good role model. Like you you. are very like upfront with your needs and you are clear, make them clear to people. The first time I asked for a Chanel bag, like it was really nerve wracking. And now it's like every birthday, like I'm like, what, which one? Which bag? Oh, you know, it needs a sister. Okay, that was the funniest shit I've ever heard. Listen, if I'm dating a guy also and like his finances, he's going through a difficult time or he's, you know, in between jobs, I will I will pay for half our vacation. I will. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is like if I'm like with someone who's like just started their own business, like hustling, like, you know, starting something from the ground up, like reinventing, like whatever, like I would be like so into that. And I would like want to be part of their story of like the beginning. And I'm not trying to like drain them of their resources. But I think, you know, it's it's different in every situation, girl. It is. It is. And Haley, I could talk to you for another three hours. And I'm like, come back to New York. Like, let's hang. I'm I'm going back like soon, soon in a few months. But I'm so excited. I would fucking love to hang out with you, Haley. Wait, and also tell them you're going to be on my channel. We're going to react to so- what Sophia spends in a day. So Sophia, you yes. better have a, whatever you do and don't buy in a day. So like, you have to include you when you're scrolling and you see like the shit from people. Mm-hmm. When, and it's going to be on your YouTube channel. And yeah, it'll go everywhere. It's going to be probably on like CNBC. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, we'll probably get like, I don't know, like worldwide exposure. I think so, sure. probably. Haley, tell them where they can find you. So you can find me everywhere at Mrs. Dow Jones. Mrs. Like, yes, I'm married to the Dow Jones. Um, and I'm gonna make Sophia put my shit in like the info of this. Yes, I definitely will. Because I'm taking over the operation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And or just like find me because we're gonna get Sophia to wake up early. So hopefully she'll tag me in those and we can support her in this endeavor. Okay, tomorrow, 7 a.m. You can find her at Mrs. Dow Jones. Thank you so much, Haley, for coming on. That was so fun. <laughs> <laughs>